episode 10. What up, y'all? It's been a little bit since we did that episode. I went back to work. And, and fucking, I don't know, our, uh, our schedules haven't matched up very much lately. Well, mine's been very busy too with uh, opening the new studio, so. Yeah, yeah. So, Benny fucking opened, bought his own. But, but tell me about it. Bought your own studio, Align Vibrations. Finally, it's an official. I didn't buy it. I didn't buy it. I'm renting a unit inside of a, a like a doctor's office, basically, or an office building. Okay. But I got the. Yep, I got a, a unit. I got. Uh, Reiki room, so I'll be doing Reiki energy healings and all that. Past life regressions, um, crystal healings. I'm also just got my color therapy certification. I'm working on my art therapy certification. I'm getting my um, master or meditative teacher uh, certifications. I just got my attunement, my master attunement to the Sui Shiki Royal and Holy Fire Reiki last night. So I'm a Reiki master in both of those modalities now. That's so cool. So, shit's been busy, dude. It's gonna be, it's gonna pop off. It's gonna, I'm gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. Oh yeah. <clears throat> I wanna, I, now I even more. I wanna come see you because I wanna, I wanna get, I wanna get all, all of your, your uh, services. <laughs> right. Right. So, uh, what all, what all is gonna go into this shop? Um, like, what do you mean? I mean, what's it? First, okay, first of so, all, go ahead, go ahead. Well, like, I'm going to be offering all my services that I am attuned to, like all the healings, the different modalities of Reiki. The, because Royal Tantri Reiki is tantric energy for couples and family therapies and, and issues. I mean, for single people too, but it's, it's, it's more for focusing on the issues of, of love in the heart and sexual traumas related, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Um, Usui Shiki Royho is traditional. It's the old, it, Master Sensei Usui, uh, actually Usui Sensei, if you say it correctly, was back, he was the first person to discover the mantras and the symbols to connect to Reiki intentfully and bring Reiki to the human awareness. Um, back in ancient days, you know what I mean? Like China shit yeah. way back when. And then as it's, as, as time's gone on and other masters have meditated and, and, um, channeled from source or spirit, or I know one gal, the gal that just did my uh, master tombment last night, she meditates to a state to where she can actually actual travel back to, and she sits in meditation with sensei, with sensei Asui and talks to him directly, like through meditation in space time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. That's uh, so cool. I love that shit. I'm, there's I'm, been other people that have done it and they've, they've brought us like the Karuna Reiki, the Holy Fire Reiki. Um, there's um, Violet Flame Reiki. There's Animal Reiki. There's uh, Reiki for children. There's all these different modalities of Reiki that have been brought forth through meditation and through channeling from spirit and source since the begin since the Sui first channeled the, the original traditional the Sui Shiki Royho Reiki. Wow. Which I'm I'm a, I'm a master in, in three of them now. So that's awesome. It it really it broadens the scope and the intensity of the 
intense I can channel two people from with Reiki right to for whatever it's intended for you know what I mean so you, you talk a lot about the symbols so what you're painting right now this this is actually this is not a Reiki symbol okay this is a Sanskrit symbol Sanskrit mm. Sanskrit is the oldest written language on the planet mm. it's yeah you know, I think the only one I think I think the only one that may outdate it is cuneiform, which cuneiform is just like triangles and bricks and blocks and just like shapes, you know what I mean, to create words. Yeah, yeah, to us as so, far as we understand right now. Yeah, as far as we understand. But this is actually, it's what's called an unalun, and it is, this, this is the symbol for male, for, for masculine. Okay. And I'm going to do the the symbol for female on the other side of the wall because this is we're actually in my Reiki room right now. I will I will give you a tila. Sorry, if you could see what I'm doing, my, my computer said my internet connection is unstable. I'm like, that's fucking impossible. Like, and by the way, your quality your quality is fantastic. That's because I'm in town, dude. I'm like not at my dad's. How do I turn this around? There we go. All right, yeah. See, there's my Reiki table. There we go. Bam. Okay. And oh, then yeah. another, I'm doing the symbol for male. And then on that side, the symbol for female will go there. Uh-huh. Then right here, this symbol, this is the unalum for the journey. This means the journey to enlightenment. An unalum, the symbolisms, you start down here in the beginning in the 3D in the closed minded. And then your journey begins. And as you follow the path, it goes up, and this is the journey. All the different squigglies in the Unalum are the journey. This straight line is when you finally hit, basically when you wake up, and then this is enlight the journey, and this is enlightenment when you finally reach enlightenment in an Unalum. That's what all of them stand for. That's the right. journey. That's the masculine journey to enlightenment, and the female journey to enlightenment will be on that side. This one that I got tattooed right here. Uh huh. If you can see it. Yep. That's the that's the unalum for divine union and ultimate alignment. All right. And then I this and then it leads into tattoos. I need more tattoos. Into, <laughs> this is the unalum for um enlightenment. The, the it's got the man sitting in front of the lotus. Uh-huh. That may have to be the next uh, tattoo I get. Like, but yeah, and then Right here on this one, this is my mural I'm starting. Down here is gonna be like, in front of it will be the enlightened man sitting there just like what's on that thing there. Uh-huh. But it'll be sitting there and then it go, it'll go up into the sky which will be the space up here. And there'll be a big lotus up there, it'll be floating around. Yep. And then over here, right in here, this is where all my inventory, like my display shelves with my crystals and everything I have for sale will go over here. Oh yeah, that's gonna look good. Then back there, I got my little storage area. That's where my desk and my office and shield goes. So, look at this. Yeah. You got an check office and shit. I'll look show you right. Look, look at. And this is where I'm at. Yo, that's that's my unit right there. I would feel very good walking into that building, being like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm going to a professional." There's no, there's no doubt about it. That, that looks so official. 
right? There's a cafe up there people can get food at while they're waiting, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, I'm I'm very proud of you, Benny. You you're doing good, man. Thank you, bro. Like I bust I busted my ass to get here. You know yeah. what I mean? Like for years, ever since I was a little kid, dude, I've been obsessed with rocks and I've always said that I would have a rock shop and I would sell my rocks. Which I do. I do. I've been selling my rocks for a couple of years now. And now I've actually got like a storefront location and I can add all my fucking services for healing and helping people ascend into the 5D. Uh-huh. It's going to be fucking awesome, dude. And see, then when, when we were teenagers, you know, I was buying and selling rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but these are legal. <laughs> so, okay, so now I'm I'm wondering so okay having those symbols tattooed on you these are just little uh, they're, right. they're they are just representations of that they represent the journey the, does that the path from being a, a sleeping close-minded third dimensional person uh-huh. the path to enlightenment to to being awoke to waking up and, and woke to enlightenment to the fifth d to where you can actually see and control the reality you live in uh-huh. is that's what that's the unalum. This one represents the, the journey. You start here, it goes up and then it goes, and then you hit the journey, your life to enlightenment. That's the journey from a, from for a masculine. That's what that represents for a male. So, did you get those tattoos before or after your enlightenment? After, during. After during, so did it. During? What I'm what I'm getting at is, did it aid in it? Um, it, it. I don't know. I don't think it necessarily aided in it per se, other than it, it. It's a visual reminder of my 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 choice. Okay. Of in love, because it's it's a choice is ultimately what it is. Where it's I'm a, going with this, where I'm going with this is that you know symbols have power. Yeah. So, uh, drawing those now, symbols tattooing them on you does that aid in that i um i would think the only way it would really aid because i mean once you like once you the symbols are basically for apprentices for beginners for people that need the symbol to focus or to allow the third dimensional mind to have something to look at to believe it you know what i mean you've you got to see it to believe it is yeah. the old adage yeah well no you don't have to see it to believe it but in 3d you do so with the symbols right. there's something to see with the mantras there's something to hear when you say the name of the symbol it invokes the power of the symbol which and you have to as a practitioner or, or a master you have to say you have to do it three times like i can't just do the symbol once and and then that's it it's, it's a it's a everything's a triple everything has to be done on threes Okay. Like I have to, I have to, I have to do it three times, and then you tap it as you're doing it for an apprentice. As once you get to like once, not even as a master. The only, the only difference between a, ma- a reiki master and like a level two reiki practitioner is as a master. One, I've got the master symbols, like so they're magnifiers. They in- they intensify the symbols I already have, and it allows me to be a teacher. I can now attune people to Reiki. So I could teach you how to do Reiki, how to connect and attune you, give you the symbols and you would forever be attuned to Reiki. 
once you're attuned, you're you're forever attuned. You can never be unattuned. That's impossible. Really? Okay. Yep. So, and really, I mean, what what it should everybody for some reason when it came over to Western society or whatever, it was deemed by the select few that are in charge of what goes out into the public. It was deemed that Reiki symbols and Reiki should only be a few people, like certain Reiki mat, like there's only a certain number of Reiki masters and there's secret symbols and like not everybody should know them and it, you should have to go to a Reiki mat. No, Reiki is for everybody. Everybody, Reiki is so you can heal yourself. It's, it's yes, I do do healings for other people and they are very effective. It is, I'm not discrediting my profession by any means. Right. But what I would rather do and what is what the intent of it is, is for me to be a, a master teacher and attune every attune people to Reiki so they can heal themselves and their own friends and family. And they can, yeah. you know what I mean? It, it's not this secret thing that that most a lot of reiki masters are like oh it's like if i were to tell you the name of the symbol like right now and other reiki masters that were traditional old school masters they i would be blackballed in in the community because they're sim they're not supposed unless you go through the course and the attunement you are not supposed to know the symbols as far as they're concerned really yeah but you can turn around right now and google reiki symbols and they all come up on the internet yeah, so of course. it's not like <laughs> well, I mean that that's surprising because I mean the whole idea of Reiki is to raise raise these energies in everybody and essentially uh raise the energy of the entire planet. So why would these Reiki masters be so elitist and other than the fact that they want you to go through the work yourself? to to enlighten yourself but do you know what a reiki healing costs just like not a clue on average, on average to get a one hour reiki energy healing from a reiki master in it like a normal in a big city and where there's on average on the low end you're looking about 250 to 380 an hour what dead serious wow i that is wow if they are a good credible like if they're uh credit like if they are a legit reiki master that that's good and they they've got a lot like they've got following they've got clients they've got people that that can feel their energy yeah yeah you're looking you're looking 250 an hour minimum 250 dollars. no i'm not saying i'm surprised because uh like to discredit it at all because honestly uh for the service that it's actually providing given that you accept what they're trying to teach you it's invaluable uh well that's not that, that 250 during the reiki healing i don't teach you anything right i just heal you like what i did for you oh on on what I did for you that on episode three, I believe it was. Yeah. For one hour of that is two hundred and fifty dollars. Wow. But look how long I did it for you. Fifteen minutes, maybe. And look how effective it was. Absolutely. Absolutely. A hundred percent. I mean, so a full hour like that. It's it's effective, dude. 
and it but I don't understand why I mean I do understand why they charge that much because it is a a specialized industry it is a, I mean it is something that is very sacred it's right. very right but at the same time it's not like I mean, we're not a gang. It's not like we're supposed to be like all secretive or not the yeah. Illuminati or nothing like that. Yeah. And for Freemasons. To, to me, to be able to spread it and to teach people to do it and heal themselves, it's that's way more rewarding, would be in the long run than, I mean, healing people would be awesome. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, and it is awesome. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. to be able to, send somebody home that can help heal their daughter or their grandmother that's yeah. not into Reiki or not awoken or or to help just anybody you know what i mean reach yeah. that state of enlightenment is awesome and i i would even go a step further and say by teaching someone else you are raising your own vibration and your own status yourself by doing that oh yeah well, one, your karmic footprint becomes bigger. You know what I mean? You're good karmic vet. You're good yeah. whatever. Yeah. And. Okay. Yeah. You'll have to call me when you get back so I can let you back in the building. But, um, yeah. To help people, it. it I mean, there's always going to be people that just want the healing. Because even though I'm attuned to Reiki and I heal myself, I do self-healing, self-aligning, chakra releases, aligning, um, cleansings, yeah. all that nightly I do. I still enjoy getting getting Reiki from another master. It, it's another. It's it's different when it comes sure. from another energy source like that. Sure. It's it feels different. You know what I mean? It's that's why I'll be I will be hosting here at my studio. And other Reiki studios host what are called Reiki shares, where it's specifically for people that are attuned to Reiki to get together and channel it to each other, talk about our, our experiences with it, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, epiphanies, downloads we get from source, because it does. Every time I talk about it or every time I channel, I I have that divine connection to source, and it's it's i get downloads from them. like new new stuff comes through all the time new information right. new explanations whatever right so yeah it's awesome stuff i feel like it's not as popular like around in my area i mean no, do, do you know it's what more popular than you think it's like a subculture dude it's like underground it's like like reiki masters are like cottonmouth kings you know what i mean they're the best <laughs> fucking there was but no they never got famous really yeah you know what i mean but they're no. famous as shit yeah <laughs> All right, good example. I like that. <laughs> okay. Uh, do do you know what Lilydale is? Lilydale? Yeah. I don't. So it's a it's a little town not too far from here. Did they make a show about it? Uh, it was in an episode of Supernatural. I don't know. They might have made a show about it. Okay. It's it's where all this. It's it's a whole town dedicated to. I should look it up, and uh, my girl knows way more about it than I do because she's been there. Uh, I know it's like uh, witches. Um, here, let me look it up because I don't want to sound like an idiot here. 
<laughs> yeah. You gotta make sure you got the right right info there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm excited. Set to open May second. Okay. Lilydale is a hamlet connected with the spiritualist movement located in the town of Pomfret on the east side of Casadega Lake, next to the next to the village of Casadega. Located in southwestern New York State is one hour southwest of blah, blah, blah. Home of mediumship and spiritual healing. So I'm going to guess there's a, there's a lot of Reiki going on there, right? Yeah, that's spiritual healing. That is Reiki. See, and, oh, wait, let's see. Let's see what Wiki says. Uh, Lilydale was featured in an HBO documentary, No One Dies in Lilydale. Spiritualism, let's see. Hosts the headquarters of the Natural Spiritualist Association of Churches. Spiritualist Association of Churches, huh? Yeah, I know, right? That, that, <laughs> that, that sounds a little odd there. Come on. Sneaky Pete. <laughs> Lily Dell is the fourth song in the rock band 10,000 Maniacs first major album. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 10,000 Maniacs was originated in Jamestown, New York. That's. <laughs> <laughs> Once there was this kid who sent out so many eggs. But I've, awesome. I've, I've always had kind of a draw to that. Not necessarily witchcraft. I don't want to say witchcraft, but that whole spiritualist mediumship. Witches are real. Witches are very real. Yeah. It's not the way they were described in the Salem witch trials and shit. Right, right, because those were just a bunch of religious zealots. That I were... mean, there are there are witches out there and people out there that can cast spells and do voodoo and put bad juju on you. That is very real. It's, oh, yeah. It's, it's intense. If I can intensely send you Reiki and good energies on the opposite spectrum, the yang of it, they can, there's, can be negative, too. There has to be. Right. But what we're trying to do as light workers and as open, awakened individuals is close that gap and make it to where there's more of the positive than there is the negative in the reality and we can ascend the entire universe as a whole right. to new earth and to to the to uh, the fifth dimension which is there is no hate there's no there's no low vibrational emotions or feelings in fifth dimension mm -hmm. that, that's something that's left behind in the third and it's it's awesome because there's no reason to feel sorry there's no reason to feel right. mad. There's no because every it's it's a it's an overall open-minded awareness of the big picture of reality to where I understand everything like the things that used to piss me off about people and things that people do that used to piss me off all the time no longer piss me off because I get it. I understand it. I see it from their perspective, literally like I'm in their shoes and thinking that their thoughts in their mind. And I understand the thought process in which they got to where they're at. Do I agree with it? No. Right. Does it make it right? 
No, does it make it wrong? Not necessarily, not to them. To me, it might be wrong, but in their in their world, in their reality, it, that's their right. That's their truth. It, yeah. That's what's right. Am I going to march against what their what their beliefs are? No, <laughs> no, not right now. Unless there is people out there that use their spiritual awakening and, and their 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 path and and whatever to justify treating people like shit and being unfaithful to people or like being in like all these poly relationships where everybody's just sleeping with everybody and nobody really cares about like loyalty or faithfulness or none of that and and using um justifying it behind a veil of spirituality is not only very close-minded but exactly opposite of what we're trying to do right obviously yeah you know what i mean so it's and, and there there are people out there dude there's energy vampires out there there's 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 just like i'm here and a lot of people i know and the, the rest of the light workers are here working for the higher vibration and trying to ascend the earth or the universe there is people and, and energies out there that are trying to keep us from ascending they're, oh, they're yeah. doing the exact opposite so they get into light workers heads and they trick them into thinking that they're wrong or that that this is a joke or whatever that's where ego comes in and, and that's why a lot of light workers they become reiki mat they become into it and they, they vibe and they and, but then someone comes into their life that gets into their fucking head and gets them thinking that it ain't real or it ain't true or it's not right or against social standards or whatever the fuck yeah and then they quit they walk away from it and they're still awake but they live there in debt in sorrow and and basically uneasy and unalignment vibrations because they are not in their true path they are you know what i mean it's yeah. when you when you are in alignment with what you're supposed to be doing and you're in your true path, your, your divine journey in this life, when you are on that path and you are doing things that facilitate that path, uh -huh. you know it, you feel good. Everything works out. It flows easy. Dude, get in the shop, dude. I was not the most responsible young man in my younger years. Okay. Yeah. Like with my credit and my, like that kind of shit and my yeah. bills and, all that i really wasn't at one time i had six evictions on my credit all at one time dude five six different places i had evictions from and not because i couldn't pay the bills just because i didn't i chose yep. not to walk yep. away or fucking you know what i mean like oh yeah me too and uh yeah so the, the opportunity to rent a place like this and it's in my name i didn't get no help there's no co-signer there's nothing i'm on this and it's just me and it's I was hoping to have a partner, but it's, it looks like that may not work out, which whatever is what it is. I'll, I'll get a partner eventually. You know what I mean? Because with the Royal Tantra, I need a female practitioner to be working with me to do couples healings. Sure. It, it, it's to channel from a male and from a masculine and a feminine to a masculine and a feminine. And it's, it, it equals the balance. It, it equals the polarity of, of the healing and the energy. You know what I mean? So Sure. I will eventually need to hire a female partner, a, a Reiki practitioner, though a female, not sexist, not that it, but for a couple's healing, it needs to be a masculine and feminine energy. You know, so it can't means? be it can't be some guy that identifies as female, right? No, dude, you got to have a uterus, <laughs> and not one in a, hanging on a wall or in a jar, dude. That fucker got to be working. <laughs> not one that <laughs> not one that was created in a lab, right? No, but and and. I totally forgot what I was talking about. Uh, having to hire the uh, oh, female no. counterpart. But yeah, this but to be able to get this place in my name, like with the, my credit history and my just everything. Yeah. 
there's no way if I, there's no way I should have been able to get this place or been approved to rent a place like this. You know what I mean? Especially in a nice building like it is, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I'm right on main street, downtown, you know what I mean? Right. Fuck right. Downtown tour center, dude. Like That's it's, awesome. it's going to be nice, but this is on my path. This is my divine journey. This is what I'm here to do. So it worked. It was easy. I didn't do, I didn't, even, they didn't even do a background check. Dude. I walked in, I said, I looked at the place. I said, I'll take it. I gave them a thousand dollar deposit, signed a piece of paper. They gave me my keys. I left that quick, dude. Yeah. Like. That's, that's awesome. That had to have just, felt so good. Easy. Yeah. And it, it just, it's easy when you're on your path, it's easy and it works and it feels good. When you are not in alignment with who you are or who, what you're here for, Everything goes wrong. Nothing works out easy. You're fighting everything in life. Every, you're beating your head against a wall no matter where you turn, trying to get somewhere because you're trying to flip the cards you were dealt. And yeah. it ain't going to happen. You are here for a reason. Everybody is. Yeah. And if you find that purpose, which your birth chart, your natal chart, and uh, figuring out where your north node and where your Chiron is in your birth chart, has a, it, it can tell you a lot to do with what, what karmic debt you're here this lifetime to fulfill what you're what you're supposed to be doing while you're here in this life which if you've never had your birth chart done that's something i can do too we can do your birth chart and figure out where all your shit is and it's yeah birth charts are insane how accurate they are dude like when i do it and i send it to you and you read it when you as you read they're long dude it'll, it'll take a couple days probably to read the whole thing okay. because they're long i mean they're fucking long I know you've brought up the birth chart thing a couple times, and and it, they're it's insane how accurate they are, dude. It really is like right down to whether you like hot sauce or not. Sometimes, <laughs> like seriously, dude. Okay, they are that accurate, and they like I've never done one that I didn't read to somebody, or or they later on didn't refer that, dude. I how did you know that? How did you know that's it's. I didn't know shit. It's all it has to do with where the stars, the moons, the planets, and everything are the very minute you were born. So I'll need the time and location of your birth because the location has a lot to do with it too because it depends on what's being, what sign you're born under. Like my, I am my sun, moon, and rising, which I'm Cancer, Cancer, Leo. So my sun, which is my, um, you're, you're, I'm a Cancer. I was born in June. I'm Cancer. You were born in, it's, that's your zodiac, okay, your sun. And then your moon is where the moon was, what constellation, what zodiac it was in at the time of your birth. And so is so is your um, rising. So, yeah. And, and um, I'm a, that's funny. My dad was a cancer. Really? Yeah, and I'm a Taurus. I'm a, I'm a cancer, cancer Leo, which is very, very powerful combination, actually, because it's two water and one fire. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why it's it's oh dude, I found out in my attunement last night too, the, the lady that was doing it, she said that in my upper chakra, my upper heart chakra, which is because you have your your main seven chakras that go down in, in a straight line, you know what I mean? Your crown, your third eye, and um throat and on and so on. Um, but you have others like I want to say there's 71 chakras total in the human energy field. Oh wow. And one of them there's an upper heart, which you have your heart chakra. Your upper heart chakra is like right here it's an energy center and it's mine apparently is activated by naturally to egyptian energy ain't like and hara energy in my root so it's um from what she's saying i have a i'm here for for a, i'm like there's a reason a divine reason i'm here and it's it's stems from ancient egypt and it's 
it's do that really resonant when she said that it was like because you know how i have been with egypt my whole life dude like uh -huh. that's what i'm going to egypt dude i had a i had a trip planned i had tickets paid for dude and i blew it off over a girl <laughs> so that was awesome man i I'm just, I, I i would love to go to egypt man i'm i'm obsessed with with all of that all all of that that ancient history egypt uh, right. the Mayans, uh, any of, any of the, the, any ancient site, man, Stonehenge, all of that shit. I've always felt a draw to all of those places. Uh, right. uh, I'm going to say it wrong. Teotihuacan. Teotihuacan. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yep. Teotihuacan. And then, um, I want to go to Angkor Wat. Angkor Wat. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's another one in Cambodia. Fuck. That's another one, dude. Like the energy in that place has got to be insane dude right. like yeah did you see uh i think it was i think it was in antarctica they found a pyramid really yeah yeah well of course uh of course people are trying to discredit it saying it's just a mountain like oh yeah a mountain that comes to a pointed tip at the top and just happens to look exactly like a pyramid yeah yeah dude 90 percent of the scientific and, and and community like that and mathematical community like the, the geniuses in the world yeah 90 percent of them say that nature does not create geometric shapes exactly so which it, it does but it doesn't at the same time because nature creates crystals geometric shapes right you know what i mean like right so there are things but crystals are a different element they're they're not the same as like say just the basalt rocks and the the, the normal rocks that are on the earth crystals are a different they're a different frequency they're a different elements so i don't even I, uh, who knows if they're even made on earth dude right you know what i mean because they say that all of the gold that is it on this planet was actually created in a star and then, then the star in the beginning of earth or the beginning of the universe the, the stars when that when the big bang and all this happened and as stars are being spit out of the nebula clouds where they're born uh -huh. the gold is spit out with them it's a gold is a byproduct of a, the birth of a star so there will never be any more gold on this planet than there already is that's why it's so valuable and that's why we put a monetary value to it because you can't make more gold the earth can't make more gold it's not like you can get take coal and pressurize it into diamonds right no gold is gold and that's it once the gold's gone that's it that all the gold that's here is all the gold that will ever be here yeah unless there's more gold put here by asteroids impacts or shit like that where it's, it's coming from outer space but and that's what they that's what they're saying like all these these metals gold silver platinum plenium nickel zinc all of them are all they'll never be made on this planet they're what's here is what's here and that's it, really that was all yeah, yeah it was all made before the planet as the planet was being formed in as our solar system was being born 500 billion years ago or whatever as the earth was being formed all that gold dust and everything and all these things in space came together to form the ball that is earth you know what i mean yeah but yeah that it's 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 insane it's really interesting that, that you say that because the whole theory behind Nibiru and Planet X uh, and why aliens came here originally, one of the theories uh, was yeah. that they needed gold to 
somehow for whatever reason put in their atmosphere and that their atmosphere was dying off and they needed to come here to mine gold to be able to add it to their atmosphere because their planet was dying that makes sense dude because that's not just that's not just our planet that's that's every planet in the universe that gold is comes it's a byproduct of the birth of a star and did you know that so, there are there are there are volcanoes in Antarctica of gold? Volcanoes. What's that? There are volcanoes filled with gold. Really? Liter- literally erupt gold, which is who obviously another reason why we are all banned from going to Antarctica. <laughs> right? We're going outside to smoke a cigarette. I'm I'm gonna stay inside. I'm good. Because I can't smoke inside the building. Oh, obviously. Yeah, not, not in that place you ain't. No, check it out. Hell yeah. This is a fucking little town I live in. Hey, man. There's the building. So are you going to have a sign outside? No, right? Yeah, I will. On the, on the side of the building. I'll have a sign on the side of the building. It costs 380 bucks to get the sign up though. What a month. <laughs> uh, as soon as I have the 380 bucks to pay for it. I mean like a one-time payment or you, you get yeah, no one-time payment, 380 bucks. Okay. So funny. I just won the lottery for 380. It's funny. You said that. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, it's funny. I just won the lottery for 380 bucks. I can't believe you just said that. Did you really? No. <laughs> Dude, I almost just fucked up big time. <laughs> what? I almost, locked, I almost locked myself out of the building. Oh. <laughs> see, I, I'm actually here. The building's only open until certain hours, the whole yeah. building itself. Yeah. So and I'm here after hours. So I got these little key cards that fucking ding, ding, let me in the building. Uh-huh. And I just left it inside my unit and went outside. Luckily, though, the door didn't shut all the way behind me. <laughs> <laughs> and you would have been calling them and they're like you're not supposed to be there right now anyway oh no i can i have 24 hour 365 day of your access i can be here anytime i want you own the space but so what's up with social media now you said earlier you wanted to go off on social media let's do it oh my god fuck facebook fuck twitter fuck all this shit dude it is getting fucking ridiculous all right, right? so I know. Remember, I told you before my incident with Facebook, and I can't even remember what it was. It was, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe you'll remember what it was about. It was something. It was. It was about Reiki, I think. But it's what the the first fight I had. But it, that's 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 not even that's not even pertinent to to this whole story right now. So yeah, you know, I like to be a smartass on on Facebook and shit and. I make stupid little comments and sometimes I get fired up over some dumb shit that I see some some liberal bullshit that that is just insane and I'll make a comment and you know you have so many times that you can go against Facebook community standards and you get first you get a three day ban then you get a seven day ban well now I got a 30 day ban you ready for what I got banned for 30 days for anybody ever hear the show now I'm gonna really I'm impractical jokers you may have heard of it yeah so it was just a poll it was just a dumb poll and it was 
four words they give away an episode. So my favorite episode is is this one where Q goes up to this guy and he says something to him and he just keeps going. But what does that mean? What does that mean? And it's it's one of the funniest episodes uh, that, that there is. The crew still laughs at it to this day and everything. So I just put, what does that mean? That's your four words. And somebody had commented on that, and it's kind of seemed like they were actually thinking, <laughs> asking, what does that mean? Yeah. So I looked up the actual quote that Q had used to get him to say that. The quote was, the fat man flies at midnight. So I then wrote, the fat man flies at midnight. That's what I got banned for. Are you serious, dude? I swear to fucking God, dude. Dude, well, I have I, never once been banned from Facebook ever, never. Well, that's because you're 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 not you're not promoting hate speech, dude. You know how much shit I do. <laughs> I talk so much shit on Facebook; it's not even funny, dude. Like you can't anymore. You can't, we, dude. Just I, this I, last Easter, just this last Easter, I wished everybody a happy Zombie Jesus Day. <laughs> that was great. That was great. That was... I think that would get me banned. You know what I mean? Nope. Nope. Nope, because you weren't promoting any kind of hate or violence or anything because I used the word fat. <laughs> the fat man flies at midnight, which is a quote from a comedy show. Fat yeah. is what got me and the Naw Dogs account banned for 30 days, dude. I can't get into my messenger. I can't do nothing. Naw Dog got banned? Naw Dog got banned, too. <laughs> so they, they banned were, both of them. Yeah. So you That's know, they, they asked if I wanted to review, and I'm like, yeah, I want it reviewed. So it, it, it's getting reviewed, and I guarantee they're not going to let me off the 30 day ban until it's over because I used one of the coveted hate words, which is fat. You can't <laughs> say fat. You can't say gay. I don't even know what else you can't say. The our, our freedom of speech and. I hate to sound like, you know, uh, a political a political guy, but we our freedom of speech is is really at risk and it, it, the fact that we're allowing Facebook and Twitter, and I don't know, Instagram probably does it too. I don't talk a lot of shit on Instagram. I talk a ton yeah. of shit on Twitter. Dude, my nipple has an, its own Instagram, so I highly doubt that um there's a problem on Instagram. Man. <laughs> I, I see full on porn on Instagram. Like I've, I've seen videos of chicks sucking dick on Instagram. Like Instagram doesn't care about that. Dude, but, I was scrolling through Facebook one day, scrolling all of a sudden there's this girl getting ready to take it in the back door right on my newsfeed, dude, on Facebook. <laughs> I was like, <clears throat> wow. Now that's funny. That's funny too. Cause I saw one of those and it was, it was, you know, one of the comedy ones. And it was, it was such a disturbing picture. It was a chick that was sucking a guy's dick that was like pencil, pencil thin. And it was her mouth was right on the tip of it, right? And <laughs> the original post of it got taken down. But now here's the stupid part. He was able to take a snapshot of that and then repost it saying, I can't believe I got banned for this. And that picture stays up. <laughs> what? Wow. What, the, what the fuck? Yeah, no. So I've, I've been getting into Twitter a lot more 
lately, especially since Elon Musk is got him on among men, man. I, I, I love Elon. He, he's so fucking awesome. And every he's, he's taken over Twitter and I, I hope he buys the whole fucking company because he's all about free speech. Um, he's autistic. So you're talking about someone in these groups that are being supposedly being, uh, you know, uh, hated on or whatever. And it's one of these, these people that are fighting for us to be able to say the shit that we want to say. Yeah. So I went on Twitter and Donald Trump Trump Jr. uh, God, what was it? Oh, it was, it was something about this, these transgender Something about transgender and now, okay, before, before I go any further with what I'm about to say, I want to make something very clear. I don't care if you're gay. I don't, and, and I don't care if you're LBGTQ plus, plus, plus AZQ, whatever. I don't care. Go ahead. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me that you are that, but, but okay. My, my 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 tw- tweet my twit my tweet was gonna be that these people are mental patients. It's and, and at first it wasn't even insulting. It was this is a mental illness that these people think that there are more than two genders. You can identify as whatever the hell you want to identify as. It doesn't make you that thing. You might you you might want to be called that, and that's your right. And it's it's other people's right to call you that if they choose to. It's also my right to say, no, the fuck you're not. You're a fucking dude or you're a chick. And yeah, the problem is, I think I think another part of I said 50 years ago, people that thought this way and talked this way would have been put in mental wards because yeah. it, they're just I'm sorry. Like, oh, they were. You know how many sanitariums were full of people that just they were awake, they were awake and spoke to their spirit guides, but they were yeah. deemed to have voices. Uh huh. So they were thrown and locked away in sanitariums and shit. Yeah. Well, right. now we got our administration who is appointing these people to high-ranking jobs, and just only on the basis that they're gay or lesbian or trans or whatever it is. And it has nothing to do with their uh, academics or what they're for. It's merely the fact that you're you're queer or whatever version of it. And so now we're going to appoint you just because of that alone. So I I said that these people were mentally or were delusional. And that's how that's how I ended the tweet. Five seconds after I tweeted that Twitter said we are now reviewing your account and you we've limited your account uh do you want to delete this tweet and i said you know what fuck it it's not even fucking worth it yeah i'll delete the tweet i'm still limited even though i deleted the tweet really yeah and that is the no dogs twitter page so <sighs> guess jess needs to behave a little bit more if i want to be able to... <laughs> what <laughs> I'm so sick of these soft ass bitches censoring everything, dude. Like, yeah. Snowflake. If you don't like it, keep scrolling. You know? You know? It, it, 
like it's like we always used to say with the radio with Howard Stern back in the day. If you don't like what he's saying, there's this little round thing on your radio, and if you turn it, the bad man goes away, and you don't hear the bad words anymore. You know, right? and, and it's even more now. All you do, you take your little index finger and you click on something else, and then the bad man saying the huh just, or, or, keep scrolling. just keep scrolling and it goes away but no it's all about virtue signaling it's all about give me all this attention i'm so fucking sick of it dude there's no freedom of speech in this country anymore the freedom of speech means that i have the right to say whatever the fuck i want and there are no repercussions for it our freedom yeah. of speech has been completely taken away it has and it's ridiculous you know what i mean like there's so many of our rights, dude, that we just blindly have let be slipped from our grasp over the last hundred years. Yep. That is ridiculous, dude. Yep. Like it is illegal in this country for them to tell you you have to have a driver's license. You do not have to have a license in this country to drive a car. Really? What? The the constitution of this country says that every American citizen will have the right to free travel without impediment from border to border them telling you you have to have a license is impediment <laughs> and if, if you if you want if, if oh my phone's gonna, it's gonna die here it's at five percent damn it <laughs> well you gotta you gotta go you got your appointment anyway in a few minutes what time is it uh it's 10 my time that's nine your time oh so I, it's i got an hour until my appointment but you don't dude you gotta start bringing a charger with you come on man get with the 21st right. 21st century let's go <laughs> dude, i swore i have one here <laughs> sorry i'm giving you shit. no but, uh, but um yeah we will pick back up here are you gonna be up for a while yeah i'll be up for a while all right we'll, we'll pick back up here but um yeah when we'll talk to my phone guys um when you when you go to the DMV to get your learner's permit and you sign your ID, you sign that line yeah. for your driver's license. Yeah. If you read the fine print that's in that book, in that driver's book, what all the shit you're agreeing to, what you're signing to, when you sign at the DMV, uh -huh. you are signing away your constitutional rights and telling them they have the right to tell you you have to have a license. Hmm. Because nobody reads that shit. No. Of course, there's you're in in the in the in the fine print. It's flat out says that you are giving the United States government and the state government the right to tell you you have to have a license to drive. So it doesn't matter though because you have to sign that because if you dare try to drive a vehicle without a license, then they're gonna arrest you and you're gonna go to jail anyway. I'm gonna tell you a little secret there. <laughs> okay, when you sign it. With anything, no matter what it is you sign in your life, every fucking document you sign that has anything to do with the government, whether even even medical documents, it don't matter. Anything you sign before it, you write UD 1308. That means under you're signing it under duress. You're signing it because they're telling you you have to sign it. Otherwise, you can't do whatever the fuck it is you're, you're going to be doing. Sign it UD 1308. 1308 is the constitutional statute that refers to free travel and then you sign your name normal and then after after it you sign rrwp that stands for rights reserved without prejudice which means you are not signing away any rights by signing that document 
and then you're good to go. Wow. Now, is that like the sovereign citizenship? Um, no, that's okay. the sovereign citizenship. Good. When you when you become sovereign, you actually are succeeding from the union and becoming your own sovereign nation. Right. And and but it, does that even legally hold up in this country? I don't think it does. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. There's people here that have done it. Really? Well, yeah, there, there, there was videos all, that were coming up all the time where people were saying, I'm, I'm, just, I'm a sovereign citizen. I'm merely traveling. I'm just a traveler, sir. And I mean, some people got away with it, but the majority of them were just I, I think it was probably because they really didn't understand what they were saying. They had a yeah. very general uh, knowledge of, you know, what we're talking or about. I know in Minnesota, it used to be a long process to get your, to become sovereign. Yeah. Like you, there's, you have to have like, I want to say it's like 80 acres of land. You have to have so many acres of land. Okay. You know what I mean? And you have to, uh, you have to do so, so many things. Um, you have to have so many people sign under you saying that they recognize you as your, as a sovereign nation. Ah, and then okay. you know, it's a, now though, it's just one, one sheet of paper. You, you go down and to uh, the state's attorney or whatever. And uh, you ask them for the paperwork to sign to become a sovereign nation. You fill it out and turn it in. As long as you have the land requirements needed, like done up land or whatever, and you've got enough people to say that they recognize you, then you are recognized. You succeed from the union, and you are a sovereign nation. So, what does now, that mean for you? That means you don't pay taxes. That really? Means that you don't. You don't have to follow any American law. You are your own country. You make your own laws. You do. But then, when it comes time down to it, you also don't have the of the U.S. government. You don't have the. You know what I mean? All the shit. All these luxuries that people are living with. All these. You know what I mean? They, they say that as a sovereign nation, you can still get food stamps and that kind of shit, which I don't really think so, because unless you even as an illegal immigrant to come over, like an immigrant to come over here, you have to have a visa or some type of passport to get food stamps or assistance. You can't right. just walk in and get assistance. So, yeah, I yeah. yeah, I, I know. Really know. I've been through, I've been through that process many times in the past myself, so I know all about that. Yeah, I don't know how that's going to be affected by being a sovereign nation. But I can imagine, I don't see how it wouldn't be affected. Wow, that's crazy. So you know, now, now let me ask you this. Since since Reiki is spirituality, I'm trying to get so much in before your phone dies. Um, since Reiki is uh, spirituality, and I, I, I don't want to call it a religion because it's not a religion, but... It's a, it's a way of life. It's a belief. It's a belief. So you're not... Uh, you're not uh, uh, able to claim ta tax exemption because you are a religious uh, congregation or anything. No, nope. okay. nope, because I don't have an I like I don't have a congregation. I don't have a following. I don't have a mass of people that gather and worship. You know what I mean? I'm not. So it's about worship. That's what makes it a church. A church is about gathering for the same purpose, the same belief, the worship. And I mean, you'd have to be nonprofit, which means I'd have to do all my services for free to be a right. church. You have to be nonprofit, right? With donations, you know I mean? so, donation based, yeah. Oh, so we can have we can have a church of hookers. You know, there's, only... a, there's an actual recognized church 
by like the, the church association or whoever de de determines that you are a church, mm -hmm. there's an actual recognized church that their whole worship is around marijuana. Dude. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. They've been around for a while. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I can't remember the as, name as long as you can get enough people to believe it and like actually register, like say, yeah, I'm a member of this, of this church or whatever. Right. You can have anything. You can believe in anything, any, like, yeah. Yeah. Literally anything. Anything. There's an ancient Asian, ancient Asian culture, religion that believes that the universe before the universe, there was a giant turtle. Yeah, and this this turtle ate a bunch of food, and it ate and ate and ate and ate, and it got an upset stomach, and it vomited, and that vomit became the universe we live in. Mm -hmm. So, by that token, I should like I'm a carrot, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's that's what ancient people believed in. They they believed that exactly what you just said, and they believed that the Earth rested on the back on, on a, the back of a tortoise's shell. Yeah. And he slowly walked around, and that's what caused day and night. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. amen. <laughs> I mean, who who the fuck are we to say anymore? You know, honestly, after <laughs> after all this shit recently, like I honestly, I can't say I one hundred percent don't believe anything. Dude, I believe anything is possible. Yeah. What what I can't what I keep thinking about? Okay. <laughs> We, we went from this whole, uh, you know what, after your phone dies, I might go on a rant. I might go on a rant about, about this social media bullshit a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Just a little bit. I'll watch it later. <laughs> um, so, oh, shit. Ah, what was I going to say? Fuck. Uh, what was I just going to say? God. Uh, I don't know. That's your story, dude. Um, we were talking about Reiki. Uh, the, the, the I, I brought up the ancient religion about turtles. Yeah. And then we were talking about believing anything. Fuck. Yeah. Um, yes, if Reiki was a church or if I could get church exemption. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, it, it'll come back to me. It'll come back to me because I've been thinking of whatever. Whatever this is, I've been thinking about a lot lately, so I know it'll come back. Yeah. Oh. I'm sure okay. it will. Real, real quick. Okay. Is there is there somebody else in the studio with you right now? Yeah. Okay. I want I, I want to get into. Remember, I I played I I sent a clip to you, or I sent you a message to listen to part of our show. We were yeah, talking. Yeah. Hear the female voice. There was a female voice that yeah. was heard. You, I mean, I mean, I don't know what he. Well, it sounded like female. I don't know what she was saying, but I know there was nobody else on your end, and I know there was. No, you could see there was nobody else on my end. Yeah, uh, and that that is really fascinating. And and if if I ever get fucking time to do this, I want to find that and see if I can enhance the audio and maybe see if we can find out what they were saying. I don't know. Yeah, it would be interesting, dude, because like I listened to it and I kind of hear what you were saying, but like yeah. what you were hearing, but my my speakers and shit are not the greatest. Like right. I just have my phone. Yeah. So now that I've got now that I have the studio, though, I do have Internet here that I can get a computer on and a 
So I'm going to actually like buy a computer maybe. Mm -hmm. Like I might come into the 20th century, you know? Yeah. 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 Now my video is getting, is like super blurry all of a sudden. I've been clear as hell. You, you are clear as day. (laughs) No, I got the shitty quality. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) How's it feel, bitch? (laughs) Not too good, man. (laughs) <laughs> right so have you uh have you talked to your lady anymore about getting reiki done oh yeah yeah is she going for it or what yes absolutely yeah yep nice. she just she she just doesn't want to be on camera i said you don't have to be on camera i said we no, don't even have I, just to- a, I just need her picture her picture that's all you need I just need to have something so I can focus on her. You know right. what I mean? And intend it to her. Right, okay. But yeah, she doesn't have to be on camera at all. I don't even know if she wants it done on the show or not. You know, that that's another thing. Is it is it something... I mean, I know we did, you know, you, you did your Reiki healing to me on the show. Is it even worth doing on the show? Or is it something a little more private that maybe shouldn't be broadcast or recorded it, or whatever? That is really dependent on the client that is receiving it. And the master that is, or the practitioner that is channeling it. I mean, it's it's all pers- it's it's personal feeling, preference, belief. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some people, like I was saying earlier, some like a lot of the old school, like the traditional masters, it's sacrilege to, to even tell anybody the name of a symbol that's not attuned to it. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? Me, I don't give a shit. You can look it up on you can look it up on YouTube. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. Looking, and I'm making them. This one, this is a candle holder I'm making. That's the daikomio or the chokurei symbol right there. That's the main symbol to connect to Reiki. So it's it's all personal preference. You know, like unless unless you've been attuned to it, the symbols are going to do nothing for you. Okay. So it don't matter whether you know the name or know how to draw it or whatever. Unless you've had an attunement done, mm-hmm. the symbols aren't sealed into your chakras and into your hands and your feet. Okay. So it's, it's, they're not good. It's not like it's going to do something for you. It's, it's, you still have to have an attunement in order to use it. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Cause as soon as you showed that, I'm like, bro, you got to send me one of those. <laughs> well, one of my, that's actually going to be a candle holder. It'll, it'll hang from the ceiling and then it'll, it'll be wire wrapped with crystals oh, and yeah. shit. And then it'll, it'll hold it. It'll hold a tea light. Yeah. Yep. So, so being that you have the studio now, I'm I'm gonna assume our timeline of. I uh, said, so being that you have the studio now, I'm gonna assume that our timeline of uh, you coming to visit is definitely pushed way back. Why? Because you got a business. I own. Now, I can I can close it and go on vacation anytime I want, dude. Yeah, true, true. But you got to keep that income coming. Yeah, but I own the business, so, and like I said, I'm I'm gonna end up having. I'm gonna need to have a, at least a, a female come in to help do couple healings. So um, it's not like the, the shop will still be open making money, dude. You know what right, I mean? Okay. okay. But yeah. Well, yeah, I definitely, I, bro, I mean, any, any kind of, I want the birth charts done. I want, man, I, just anything you know how to do, I want it done. <laughs> I'm serious. And, if if I could also learn the shit that you have learned, and that seems like such a far off possibility 
to me. Why? Well, of course, because of because of my beliefs over so many years, which we know that is changing now. Because but, of 3D bullshit. Yeah, exactly. But I I I want to join you in this in this journey that you're making, and I want and obviously my soul wants me to start this this journey because it's it's uh it's coming up more and more as we go along yeah in in my own life you know i mean dude if it's something you want to pursue it i mean we can definitely you can you can learn it you can be attuned to reiki i mean there's nothing saying you can't and right. it's for anybody and everybody as long as like i can't it's not something that can be forced upon you. You have to want it. You have to seek it out. You know right. what I mean? It's something that is a spiritual awakening and enlightenment is not something that can be done for you, chosen for you, or facilitate. I mean, it can be facilitated or made easier by knowing people like me that have already gone through it or are going through it and, yeah. and stuff like that. But it's it's yeah. definitely a person-specific journey. It's It's an individual journey. It's something that you have to you have to look for it and you have to seek it out. You know what I mean? It's something, right. yeah. Like once, once you make that decision and, and like, I mean, if you ask for it or you want me to do it, I'm more than willing to do it, but it's not like I can be like, Oh dude, you should totally do it. It's not something that you should be like, it should come to you. Like, like somebody offers you a job position and it's Reiki because it, 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 no, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's to be something that you want and you were seeking out that's right. that's the journey to enlightenment it's, like, yo it's i found knowledge. this new strain of weed you gotta try it man exactly <laughs> <laughs> um so i'm curious so i'll tell you i'll tell you real quick of what happened it was just yesterday morning uh i was i wasn't even thinking about my dad and steely dan for those of you that don't know, Steely Dan is one of my dad's favorite all-time bands. And uh, Do It Again was one of his favorite songs, one of his songs that we used to jam to all the time. And I was watching a TikTok video where this dude was had his girlfriend laying in bed. She wasn't paying no attention. And he had, <laughs> he had Steely Dan going and he had his guitar and he's playing the solo, the lick, that in yeah. that song and all of a sudden she starts paying attention and you know she thinks he's fucking amazing well of course that sent me into a whole emotional thing about my dad because i mean you know I, I i don't really i don't really get that emotional about my dad that often and not in a, not in a negative way just I, yeah. I don't i don't cry about it much uh but i i kind of felt I kind of felt that he was there with me at the time. Now, here's where it gets even better is that I, I then start playing. I go to YouTube and I start playing Steely Dan. And, you know, my, my routine is I go back out into the, the kitchen and I take my Kratom and, and my drinks and I feed the cats. And just randomly as ever, as I'm playing the song, I look over and it, my, clock, my clock says 444. Damn it. I was just getting to what I wanted to say. <laughs> Hang on, let me see. What's going on? Get this fucking thing to refocus. Focus. Fuck us. Fuck us. 
you fuck us. Not like Benny has a fuck us. Fuck us. <laughs> Let me see. I don't even want to remove them in case. Yeah, fuck it. Remove them. Right? Hide non-video participants. There we go. I don't understand why this camera cannot focus on me all of a sudden. What is going on? This is fucking ridiculous. This is so dumb. I know this is fascinating, isn't it? I don't need my appearance touched up. No, I do not. Wow, I have never seen my video this unfocused. This is ridiculous. Okay, well, um, <laughs> there's no point in uh, continuing to record when my video looks like this. And I wanted to go on a, a little rant about what's going on, but what's the point? Who's going to watch this shit video right now? Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to pause this bitch. And Benny has a... Uh, Reiki healing appointment that he has. Uh, so when he's done, we're going to come back. And who knows where the show's going to go, as usual. I have no idea. I got stuff, I got stuff ready to go <laughs> to talk about and to go into. But as you see, when Benny Ben comes on, man, it, we, we end up getting on only one topic. And, and not that that's a bad thing, because I'm fascinated by the topic. I don't know if the people that watch are as fascinated as I am. Uh, but I do like to get into all this other crazy shit. Like, I got something on reverse speech that is fascinating. Okay, so I restarted the video, and I got a little bit of better video going. <clears throat> now, I'm going to take a, a little break from the... Uh, the desk of the dog here. <laughs> you heard of the temple of the dog? This is the desk of the dog. Uh, but what I want to do first, I have these set up. I'm going to turn this back on because I don't want to waste the battery all the time. And while I go off camera and out of the room, there's going to be nobody else in the room. I have my dog sleeping in a chair. There might be some dogs walking around the house so you might hear their nails on the floor and that's about it uh i have let's see if you can even see what this is okay that's called the spiritist ghost box and so my thought as i'm doing what i'm about to do is while i'm away i'm going to sort of well i guess there's only one way to put it is uh, I'm going to open a portal. <laughs> and what I mean by that is I'm going to ask any spirits that may be in this house, uh, given that there's at least three mediums that live in this house, uh, I think spirit is drawn to us. And on top of that, the female voice that was heard on episode three is still baffling me. 
So what this does is, well, here, I'll show you right now. You know what? I changed my mind. I'm not going to use Spiritus. I'm going to use Ghost Radar because that seems to be usually the most uh, reliable. Okay? So now, what Ghost Radar does, it's got a little, I don't know, if, I wonder if I can prop this up. Probably won't be able to see much of anything. See, I, I don't want to put it. Yeah, no, it's not going to work because I can't put it. See, like right now, if you can see that, that green dot right there, that's supposed to mean that there's something close. Now it's gone. Now, what I'm going to do, now what I'm going to do is I'm going to leave the room. <laughs> I'm moving all electronic devices away from it i'm gonna put the the phone because watch <laughs> stupid yeah 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 you can see the phone will make these things go off hang on <laughs> this emf recorder their EMF detector is not exactly made to be standing up. What if I can just put it on the... What if I just put it on the side? Oh, look at that. It's so much easier. <laughs> I'm a dumbass. I know this. And I wish I had a second camera. See, now when I put the phone directly behind it, it causes the EMF to go off because whether you realize it or not, your phones are sending signals constantly about that often, okay? Let's see if I put it back here. Be great if this had night vision, because that would make this a lot better. Hang on. So look, this is an impromptu thing going on right now. So as I go away, uh, what this does is it picks up just like any of these devices it picks up energy uh that will interfere with the devices and the ghost radar will turn that energy into words and we've gotten some accurate things come through and so what i want to do right now is as I go away, I'm going to just leave the microphone right next to the phone and see if anything comes through. And at the same time, I also want to know if any of these devices go off at the same time. 
So, anybody, any spirit that may be around at this time, it's 10.55, not that that really matters, but if there are any spirits that could be kind enough, see there's a blue light right there, that could be kind enough to come on the show, the Naw Dog Show, and see, as I said that, that light dimmed. And that doesn't happen often. This light was dimming. It's a brand new light bulb. So that doesn't happen either. Now I wish I had a camera on that light over there. Are you doing that? Dim it, one, dim it again one more time. If that's you. You know, they never perform on command. <laughs> diagram. <laughs> See, now that's a diagram. And as that said diagram, that went off. Diagram of what? And there's, there's, you can't see it, but there's a yellow that showed up right there. Are you doing that? Okay, if you're actually manipulating the EMF detector, stop within the count of three. One, two, three. And it did it. You know what? What that beeping is is a change in temperature. Okay, if that was you, if that was you affecting the EMF detector, can you do it one more time? And, and the lights go over there is going crazy. Can you make the EMF detector right here go off one more time? Just touch it. Make it go up to red. Can you help me out and do this for the show? What did I tell you? They don't perform on command. That was zeroing out the temperature. Okay, so there should be no change in temperature. And just score. it just said score. Score. So just in case any transmission from my phone is doing it. Happy. It said happy. Okay. I hope that means you're happy to Give me a little proof of what's going 
on. So I will be back. And I'd really appreciate it if you sent a message through the phone. And at the same time can make any of those devices go off. And now is your time because I'll be right back. Stay away from that stuff. By the way, for the record, everyone's in bed right now. So uh, any voices that might be picked up <clears throat> are nobody living, walking around. Upward.
speech. Back. Excuse me, Luna. I don't want to turn you again. Sorry. Okay. So I don't know what happened, if anything. I can't go back and see what words were said, if any. Six words spoken. Diagram, score, happy, upward, speech, who? Who? Oh. <laughs> huh. Happy, upward, speech. I think that's going off because of my phone, so I'm going to put the phone back over here just in case. It'll keep going. So, whoever said happy upward speech? 
Was that meant for somebody? If yes, make one of these devices go off. The ones next to me. So a little bit. If you are my dad and you were here yesterday morning when Steely Dan came on, if this is good, my dad, can you confirm that by making any of these devices right next to me go off? Okay, well, maybe it's not what I thought it was. I don't know. Or he's just not here right now. If there are any spirits around me right now, could you please touch this device? Or that device. And it went off. Okay. The temperature light is lighting up, not going off, but lit up over here. So whoever is here with me now, can you send a message through that phone? Any kind of word, any word at all. Preferably something meaningful. That's temperature. Are you building up energy? You can use my energy to make one of these devices go off if that's what you need.
The temperature light is the one that keeps blinking right now. If you come over here and touch this, it doesn't work apparently. Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> See, with this kind of stuff, you have to have patience. Because they may make it look like things happen immediately on TV, but it takes time for this stuff to happen. Is there anybody here with me right now? If there's somebody here with me right now, I need you to touch one of these two devices closest to me. That doesn't count because that's just temperature. They could be trying, they could be lowering the temperature which is drawing energy from the atmosphere to possibly maybe do something. If you're trying to communicate with me at all, I'm going to ask you to come close to that antenna right there. If you're going to communicate through that device, all you have to do is come close to the antenna. This one right here, you can grab it. You can get as close as you want to it. There's a temperature change going on. There's no fans running. And according to the app on my phone, nobody's around right now. All right, well, I'm going to give this about 10 more seconds. Excuse me.
just want to zero out the temperature. So whatever temperature it's at right now, it's going to use that as a base. So I'm now going to give you 10 full seconds of silence. And I'm going to ask that you either touch one of these devices and make them go off. And when I say touch this device, I mean make it do that. This one, you can just full on grab. Or if you want to talk through the phone, you can do that too. I'm going to stay completely silent because you can also speak into the microphone. So we're going to start that time now. And then I'm going to pause this whole thing. All right, well, stop, okay? So I'll have to go over this audio and see if maybe somebody said something. We'll see. And uh, we'll have to address it on the next show because uh, with the way Zoom works, I'd have to end this entire meeting and wait for it to render and all that stuff. And if Benny comes back on, there's no way i'll get back to recording again <laughs> so we're gonna pause once again and hope that benny can find a charger for his damn phone come on man get with the program come on dog <laughs> and uh we'll be right back after this commercial break Another word from our sponsors at Naw Dog. <coughs> Should probably bring Michael. Maybe. So yeah, well, uh, while you were gone, did you go on a rant? Nah, not really. I uh, I was more focused on these things, and uh, did a little experiment. You know, had a. Uh, kind of a ghost box going and walked away, went to the bathroom, whatever, tried to see if anything happened. There were, hang on, let me get my phone. So there was like mild kind of reactions from these, but this, uh, this one thing I use, 
has words and there's a word database. So most of the time, I don't think it means much, really. It's a dot diagram. Okay, just said something else. I don't know what that one was. Let me see. Nope. <laughs> it just said dick. Did it? It said dick. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> now it said something again. Trip. Dick take, trip? T- take, the, take the trip, dick. <laughs> right? Holy fuck, dude, this thing has not been going off at all. I swear to God, not at all. Aid? Aid? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) It's a diagram, then score, then happy, then upward, then speech, and then who? (laughs) And then it said, dick, trip, aid. Huh. And what is that now? That's a voice box? Yeah. It's uh it's got like that anyway. radar. Yeah. It's got that radar and uh it'll show you it's supposed to show you if like little little colored dots and shit. Like there's a yellow one right there. Yeah. And that's an energy source, or it's supposed to be. Yep. And huh. uh, and then it'll read any words that come through. <laughs> it's hilarious. As soon as I brought the phone back over here, it said "dick." Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I. I don't know if I can even. Okay. <laughs> R. It just said R A R E R. What are you saying, Ben? Is, are you saying Ben is a dick? Who? Benny is a dick. <laughs> Ratter tits. Is that who you are saying is a dick, or or is it me? Yeah, that's why. Who's the dick? You're a dick, and I'm sick of your dickery. <laughs> and of course, as we know, they never perform on command. Nope. Which is why I think that dude, that fucking Zach or whatever his name is, is a fake. Because that motherfucker always finds what he wants. Everywhere he goes, everything that's ever happened happens while he's there. Yeah, it's true. But also remember, you know how many over how many hours these shows are filmed and they're cut down to show the f- things that happen yeah but out of like you got ghost hunters like with taps and you got all these other ones that don't ever really find shit every once in a while they have good but every single show that dude every single one yeah everything that's ever been everything that's ever been claimed to have happened happens yeah i've been no. doing it I've been doing it now for like 22 years. I haven't gone on a hunt in like at least a year. 
but uh man i've gotten some crazy shit sometimes rarely but sometimes you get yeah. absolutely nothing yeah but it seems like any of these places that we go to there's always something that happens i got a uh, at rolling hills asylum here uh <laughs> it's a really weird story i got this so we had a we had a medium friend and all right there's a yellow dot showing up now uh we had a <laughs> said question now what's your question <laughs> it's still there go ahead tell me what your question is uh so we had a medium with us and she said she felt something right up right up here so i quick got the camera out and i took a picture of it we get it home and it's this smoky figure of <laughs> a larger woman with giant tits <laughs> i swear to god anybody that looked at it if I, I i know i can still find it i know i can still find it uh but that's what showed up in the picture and the boyfriend of the medium he i can't remember how it all went down what it was ever since then he got diagnosed with cancer and he died like two years later really and they kind of think that it was something from rolling hills that might have attached to him and done something but yeah that's that's one of my stories yeah that's crazy that'd be cool i like i i would enjoy doing that shit dude that'd be fun yeah it's like, fun doing like the rolling hills asylum dude that'd be fun as shit hell yeah yeah and i mean the, they'll give you like a quick tour of the place and then you have the run of the place by yourself just take your shit and go and do whatever you're gonna do and i mean the picture we got down was down by the morgue uh but i mean it was a dude we gotta go on a hunt while i'm there dude we got to you gotta set one up uh, to do one while i'm there no problem oh do a live one yeah i want to i want to be on one dude like i want to go on one yeah absolutely no problem it's so easy and do you do you know hinsdale Uh, i think believe so yeah the hinsdale house that's another uh big famous one well uh, we went there uh we spent we spent a couple days there and uh that one's really fucking cool it's on indian burial ground uh there's shit out in the woods uh there's supposed to be a tree that a witch got hanged from really on the property so when we were there at hensdale first of all they got this giant pond in the back and we had the voice recorder out back there and we got some voices we got some something couldn't really make out never really found out what it was um as far as getting possessed i don't ever like to say that i got like possessed possessed but it's happened uh i was getting pulled down to the basement nobody wanted to go down to the basement everybody the mediums that we had with us whatever they kept saying that it was a, a bad vibe. Don't go down to the basement. But something was pulling me down to the basement. I'm like, well, I'm not waiting for any of you. I'm like, I'm going down there now. Yeah. And I couldn't even tell you what happened down there. I couldn't even tell you what happened. Uh, really? 
Yeah, no, I I have no recollection at all. But so you they also had a fire pit out back, and we were at the fire pit, and uh, it was during the day, and we clearly it, it's a gravel road. We clearly hear now it, it's it's a gravel road, and it's also like half a mile long. So with with no other houses or entrance ways or exit ways or whatever. Yeah. So if a, if a car's coming, you're going to know. We heard clear as day, a car pull up. It just said topic. Well, you got a question about the topic? What? What? It keeps showing. It keeps showing uh, something around. All different kinds. There's two right now. Anyway, so we hear this car pull up and uh, not wasting any time. As soon as we hear the, because we had rented the place out for those two days. And yeah, being that it's, you know, it's a known haunted house and that's why we were there. So there was no way anybody was showing up. So we wasted no time and we got up and we looked no tire tracks at all in a, in a dirt gravel road. Yeah. You should have seen dust. It should have seen dust. Should have seen tracks. Should have been able to at least catch the, the car driving away. Yeah. So we finish up. I mean, there's all kinds of other stuff that went on there. Uh, but uh, so we finish up the investigation and the the owner comes and you know asks how it was and everything now she's got cameras set up on the porch and on the top of the house facing the road and we told her what happened and asked her to review the footage now, i don't know why for some reason they never got back to us about it now really? we're talking there was one two three four four to five people four to five adults there that all heard this clearly and all got up at the same time to go look for this car yeah but there was no physical evidence and like i said for whatever reason they either wouldn't review it or they just wouldn't even tell us what they saw really yeah yeah that's rather interesting yeah uh i was roofing at the time and it, it was all dilapidated and they wanted to do the Hinsdale rest restoration project. And for a little bit, I was going to be the guy repairing the roof. And I really had reservations about, it. of course I wanted to do it. Hell yeah. Uh, but there's also some darkness there and <laughs> things weren't exactly great in life, you know, financially specifically and, you know, bills and all that fucking bullshit. And so I kind of didn't end up doing it, but now it's all redone. Uh, so that one would be really cool to go to. Rolling okay. Hills. We got Buffalo Central <laughs> Terminal, which I don't know. Buffalo Central Terminal is like you know, it's the train station they used to use. They don't use it anymore. They used to use it. It was the main city hub of Buffalo. Uh, I mean, I bet. Okay, it said label. 
uh, all kinds of shit uh, in the upper floors, like in like where the offices used to be. We we got some vo- we got some voices up there. Uh, there's so many places around here. We used to we used to go constantly. It's been way too long. Honestly, I would much rather go and investigate somebody's house. Yeah. Then go to one of these public places. You know, I don't really think that people are setting shit up, but you never know, especially with a public public place like that. Yeah. You know. That's true, but I mean, if it's if it's like closed down and you got the only access to it, you're the only ones that are supposed to be there. Yeah. I mean, I could see people sneaking in or trying to fuck with you or whatever, but that or the owners wanting to keep the reputation what it is. You know what I'm saying? That's like, true. That's true. You know, you yeah. never know, man. You'd be you you'd be surprised. The ghost hunting <laughs> paranormal investigation world is cutthroat, and people and I mean, like people act like they're your friends and they're backstabbers, and it's like, yo, we're I th- I thought we're all here for the same purpose to try to prove that this is real, and you know politics gets in the way and social media and popularity bullshit like we got popular real quick we got popular real quick and we weren't even playing these games it was it said heading (laughs) my heading that way uh we weren't even trying, and we we ended up making real good friends with the biggest ghost hunting group of the area called Beyond Ghosts, and we were kind of their partner. We were actually partners with them for a little while. Uh, met Jay Hawes, met the whole ghost hunters group. Met uh, oh my god, why am I blanking on his name from Expedition Unknown? Josh Gates. Josh Gates. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right when he was starting out, he was—he's a cool dude. That's cool. That's cool. I like dude. I like that guy. He did, I like the way he does his show. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got so many different spinoff shows. Uh, he's gone into stuff about the afterlife. You know, all searching for all these ancient. <laughs> It said attack. Attack. Go ahead. Go ahead. Attack me. Right there. Right there. You know, I, I committed the cardinal sin already, but while you were gone, while I was conducting this little experiment. And, uh, you masturbated on camera right there? That's I did. I, I did. I did. But, I, I mean, I, I told him, don't worry, I'll cut that part out. Um, <laughs> I said you can use my energy and you're never supposed to you're not supposed to do that because if there's anything negative then it will definitely use your energy and you can be taken over that way but i even offered up my energy and still uh had a whole lot going on tonight (laughs) other than what this is spitting out and i have my reservations with the phone apps you know, I started out where you just went, to, you just got a Radio Shack little little radio and you take recorder. out. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, recorder, of course. 
but the little AMFM Radio Shack radio radios uh, with the speaker in it, and you just take it, the digital ones, and you remove one part, and it just sweeps all the channels, all the channels, and that's really all you needed. Uh, and then they started coming out with these apps, and it's like, look, I don't know if they're programmed to. It's a, it's a, it's an algorithm. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, with these, I've had some really accurate shit come through sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, I mean, I would trust a tape recorder, something that's like, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I remember when I was a kid, I used to have like an actual tape recorder, tape recorder that used to record on tape cassette, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And we would play, like, play and be like, all right, and then sit there for hours and just listen to the playback to static, seeing if we caught any voices or whatever, just as kids, dude, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, every once in a while, their voice would show up on that tape, dude. Like, it's like that. There was nobody there. We didn't hear that, but it's on the tape. You know what I mean? Uh huh. That's why I I remember when I was a little kid, dude. And my my mom's my grandpa, my mom's dad gave my brother a tape an old school like fucking office tape recorder for like taping your vacations or whatever. (laughs) Like that big? Yeah, and. the little mic, little corded mic that comes off of it so you can speak into it and it yeah. stays down there on the table. Yeah. Like, yep. You know, dude, that little kid, dude, like fucking six, seven years old, we were doing that shit. Like, yeah, you were doing it a little bit before me, but uh, not, not that long, not that long before me, but I started doing that same thing. And I wish I would have done it in the house that I grew up in because I know, first of all, I saw a woman standing in my corner uh, that looked an awful lot like my grandmother that had died. Uh, Of course, it scared the fuck out of me at the time. But the basement, and I know that's a common thing, you know, kids are always afraid of the basement. But, I mean, I would have to, I would have to have my finger on the light switch, hit that switch, and bolt upstairs. And I felt something behind me every single time chasing me up the stairs and i wish i had thought to do that kind of shit then and man i where's that house huh where is that house you cut out where is that house at is there a chance we could talk to the owner and go do an investigation there i they weren't exactly the friendliest people (laughs) They're, yeah. they're rich ass fucks. I drive by it all the time. You know, it's the house I grew up in. And yeah, yeah, they got money. Yeah. And, uh, I, I know we tried to contact them a, a few years later and they didn't want nothing to do with us. But for the purpose of the of ghosts or did you try to contact period. them for something else? Period. Yeah, but now that they've lived there, if they are experiencing shit and you call them and bring that up, maybe they'd be a little open. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah maybe. It's worth a shot, dude. The worst they can say is no. Go yeah. knock on the fucking door. Say, hey, you experience any ghosts here? I grew up in this motherfucker. And it was a scary place. See yeah. what they say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm Speak not against truth. doing it. 
<laughs> Yo, let's go to Phoenix too and do that. Right? Holy shit. Dude, that house on 63rd was fucking ridiculous, bro. Dude, I that place was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was. That that was the most paranormal spot that I've ever been to still to this day with all the investigations I've been on. There's uh, there was so much crazy shit going on in that house and I still don't know what it was. Uh I still think maybe I, I think there was I think it was you that used to tell me that there were ley lines that ran through that section of our neighborhood. Yep. And uh I remember knowing <laughs> think saying I know where the portal was because there was a portal there. Man, there I mean there wasn't just a couple ghosts. There were there were thousands of ghosts in that fucking house. It was a it was an in and out situation for sure. There was a transportation there was a there was a, a gateway there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you would you would hear conversations in the other room, no matter what room you were in, but it was conversations in the other room. And as soon as you turn the TV down, all of a sudden the conversations would stop. So you think, all right, <laughs> yeah. I'm, just, I'm just hearing some reverb, you know, from the TV. Uh, so then you would go and you would put something on where you know the sounds like some movie that you've watched a hundred thousand times and you know the sounds that are in it you know there's no crowd noise or or uh, uh um, um conversational shit going on in that scene and you yeah. still are hearing it clearly like there, it sounded like there was a party going on in whatever other room there was really yeah that's I remember awesome. I remember sitting in the family room and I would always see out of the corner of my eye I would see a shadow of a person walk from just like the wall was here and I'd see him walk from here to here and then if you remember there was a there was a wall that would like block off the kitchen and yeah. then a doorway and then another wall and as I saw him come back this way we would then watch that next doorway and we would see him walk by that. And then as soon as you see it, you run in the kitchen and look, and there's nobody there ever. Uh, I think there were kitchen cupboards that were left open. Uh, shit would go missing all the time. Um, and of course there was the big event. Do you remember what? Do you remember that that big event that we had? The big event. Yeah. I'm not. No. Okay. No. All right. I, I'm sure I will when you say it. But oh, I'm sure when I tell you, you will remember. So, uh, I had that the birdie girl, <laughs> the girlfriend we used to call Bird. Birdie bird bird the bird 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 the bird's the bird. Uh, living from us. Look. I was, I was fucking 16, 17, and I wanted my girlfriend from New York, so I moved her to Arizona with me instead of trying to get with the plethora of smoking hot girls that are in, in Arizona. No, let's bring this shrew from fucking New York down and live with us. Great idea, <laughs> Jess. 
Yeah, I, I, I had my I had my shit together from the start. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so you know she's slept in in my bed with me, and my dad would usually sleep out on the couch. And one morning, he comes and he wakes me up and he's shaking me and he's going, "Jess, Jess," he's like you're not going to believe the dream I had last night. I'm like, I know. He's like, what? I'm like, I know. He goes, what do you mean? You know, what are you talking about? And I started describing to him exactly what happened to him the night before. Really? Like, not I just don't know that I was told about this, dude, because this does not bring back a memory. There's no way I never told you about it. I absolutely would have. I mean, you may have forgotten about it, but I absolutely would have told you about it. There's not much I forget, bro. Like, I don't forget shit, especially shit where you had a telekinetic fucking connection with your dad and told him his dream. Oh, Oh, it gets gets a whole lot deeper. So he starts describing them to me, and this is where I get my description of, of... what they looked like and i always describe it as pinpricks in reality so it was like pinpricks of light but hundreds of thousands of them forming a human form so he started describing them to me and i started describing them with him and we're basically just blowing each other's minds as we're talking about this and then he starts telling me I got up and but and st- and I go and you started dancing with them. And he goes, "What the fuck?" So, just Jess, there's no fucking way you could know all this. This is what this is impossible. I'm like, dude, I don't know how it's happening. I don't know what's going on, but I can see. I saw what you were doing. I can still see exactly what happened. He goes, dude, they were out in the backyard. I go, yeah, I know. It, it was just, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Now, you that's an amazing story in and of itself right there. Yeah. If, if that was where I was going to stop with the story, that would still be a mind-blowing story. Sound like I made it up or some kind of shit. <laughs> but it gets better. So for the the whole rest of the day and i don't know why the girlfriend was involved in this but i guess maybe just because she was there honestly Uh, yeah because this next part that i'm gonna tell you happened to me her and my dad now remember my mother at the time and she still defends she still defends this to this day that that this was an evil event and at the time, she was in something called Club Jesus, which <laughs> dude, we gotta have your mom on the show, dude. We got you. Got to get her to come on the show and just honestly, just honestly, I she might, she might. She's gonna be. A I miss her, dude. She's gotta come talk to me at least, and then just chill for the show. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, amen. I will try. I will try my damnedest to get her on the show. But she was in Club Jesus, and she will defend Club Jesus still. What Club Jesus was, was, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this first part of what it was. It, it was a small group of, I don't even, 
I don't even know if they're Catholics or just Christians. I don't know. Uh, the pastor was a biker, ex-con, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah. But, and I don't remember details about why we thought this, but uh, my dad would tell me what she would say about what went on there. And and we would we started noticing a change in her personality and really uh, behavior oh yeah it was weird dude i i still to this day am convinced it was a cult it was a slow moving cult so she was kind of in that kind of brainwashing whatever i mean she's always been religious and and she still is to this day but she was convinced that no matter what it was was no matter what was going on it was evil so this was between me, Bertie, <laughs> and my dad. For the rest of that day, we I, I call it the telepathic day. We were, the three of us were reading each other's minds. We weren't even having to talk to each other. Do you happen to remember the date? Oh, God, I wish. I wish. No, I don't. I don't know if it was on the portal or what was going on that day astrologically. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, uh, when you say up, um, when what? you say you were getting downloads, I also the way I describe because it was like we were asking each other questions about the universe, about you know, about everything, and without words. No, no, with words, because we were still having the conversation in, in the kitchen about it. And that just went off. This has gone off. Uh, whatever question we had in our conversation at that time, the answer was right there. And it was that certainty of whatever, whatever answer that is coming out of our mouths right now, we know to be the truth. There's no question about it. It's not, well, you know, it's not, well, let's think about this. Is this really what it, it was? It's just a knowing. It was like a fax machine from the universe to our brains. Uh, like where was the evil coming from? The evil was coming from the mountains. And that, that's the main one that I, that I remember. Because we wanted to know where all this darkness was coming from. And the answer we got was the mountains. Now, does that make any That's sense funny. to you? That does make sense to me because of the superstition mountains, the Lost Dutchman's gold mine, that whole, that whole thing. Do you know anything about the Lost Dutchman's gold mine? No. And the, super, uh, the Phoenix, it sits in, in, it's called the Valley. Yep. Because it sits in the base of four mountain ranges. There's the White Mountains to the north, the White Tank Mountains to the west, there's the Estrella Mountains to the south, and there's the Superstition Mountains to the east. In the Superstition Mountains, okay, there is legend of the Lost Dutchman's gold mine, which going back even farther, beginning way back before the Dutchman found it, um, it was um, Native Americans, I can't remember exactly which tribe it was by, by specific, but there was a tribe that 
the superstition mountains were sacred. They were very sacred. The gold that was there was the gold of the gods, basically. It was the gold. It was sacred gold. It was to not be touched, basically. And the Spanish, back when in uh, Spanish-Mexican or the Mexican-American, Spanish-American War, whatever, back mm -hmm. before, like, the Civil War and shit. Yeah. Um, the Spanish took over that part of Arizona, and it was all part of Mexico at the time. Well, they started mining the mine that gold out of the Superstition Mountains. Okay. Well, that upset the Native American. That upset their their. That was like the holiest of holy grounds, the sacred. Like you didn't you didn't do it. You didn't. That was it. Upset their god basically, or their gods, or whatever. Well, then the after the after the spanish war whatever after the americas it became america fast forward to like the 1950s 30s, 40s or 50s there's a dutchman i can't remember his name but he goes up into the superstition mountains and he finds the he finds the mine he finds the gold and it's like 99.9989% pure gold right out of the ground. It's the purest gold ever found. It's where they say the Aztec gold came from. It's where they like it, it's the mine, it's the purest gold that's ever been turned into the to to the currency exchange or whatever. And he never told anybody where it was. He 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 left a like a there's like a riddle, like a a poem basically that gives clues to how to find it okay it's never it was net it, no one's ever actually found it and it's not public when when he died he supposedly gave his wife a map to it but it's never turned up it's never he that's when he gave her the that's when the poem or whatever came out on his deathbed he gave his wife the poem the map and then like three pieces of the gold to prove that it that he he was serious it was that gold so they could test it whatever okay and then after that no one knows what happened the poem like if you look it up online like the riddle or whatever the directions on how to find it are there and people have, have deciphered most of it and there's one one guy claims to have found it but um Going back to when the Spanish were there, the Spanish, like the Native Americans were, they basically were taking their fuck, they were gonna go take, they were gonna take their mountain back, basically, you know what I mean? They were gonna avenge their gods, whatever. Well, they 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 planned to ambush the Spanish as because the Spanish got word of it that the uh, Americas were, or, were winning the war. They were gonna leave, they were retreating back to, so they were they were packing up their mules and stuff with, with like satchels of gold. Yeah. And they got ambushed by this Native American tribe and they were all slaughtered, massacred, their mules and everything ran off into the into the desert. You know Phoenix, do they, they ain't much that survives the desert of Phoenix without yeah. and shit. Yep. And uh, yeah, and now going back, the Dutchman finds it and all this. Well, then there's been people that have been looking for it. And in doing this, there's been satchels of gold, like from the Spanish when they were massacred and then the donkeys running away or whatever. Yeah. They people have found satchels of gold. There's been a couple of them found laying out in the desert and just out nowhere in the superstition mountains. So there's confirmation to the legend that it is real. Yeah. But nobody's actually found the gold mine. 
And the demons from the mountain or the the bad energy from the mountain is probably has a lot to do with the Native American belief that that was their sacred fucking ground, dude. That right. was the that was the that was the gold of their gods. That was, and we came over and stole it. So they cursed it. Yeah, Booby there was a curse. Yeah, they cursed it when they massacred the Spanish and all that. The 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 whole superstition mountains is supposedly cursed. That's crazy i never understood for 23 fucking years why that was the answer now that's mind-blowing right there i guarantee you that's why the answer and the fact that you don't remember me telling you this story that's crazy too i don't i don't i do not remember that at all and i would have told you guys about the superstition i'm buzzing right head to toe dude just lit up fucking yeah, I would have remembered that, and I would—I don't think I was ever told about that. I wow! Think for whatever for whatever reason, that information was left out of till right now. You know what I mean? For whatever reason. So then there there must have been good and bad in that house, and that I that I could sure believe. I do. Do you yeah. remember me telling you the front door was always left open? Yep, okay. I do know that. Yeah. That that was another one. Uh, I forgot about that until just recently. Uh, but you just let it so, lock it, and then you go back out, go in your room, come back out, and it'd be open. Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I, that happened while I was there. Yes, it did. Yep. So we're having this this psychic day and the fax machine stuff and all that, and we're in the kitchen talking about it, and my mom is standing across the little island, and. So this was the weirdest fucking shit, man. I could see her getting madder and madder. And I I wish I knew. Because, I mean, it was it was a whole weird. I mean, it was so mind blowing what was going on. So I couldn't even tell you what the topic was that we it was definitely somewhere around. Where does the darkness come from? And all of a sudden. She, I swear to God, she got, she got taller, her face changed, her voice changed, and I don't remember the exact words she said, but it was something, something like, that's enough. Uh, It wasn't anything like, shut the fuck up, because that's not how my mom would talk. Yeah. Even if it wasn't my mom, it's that's not what it was. But it was she. When you hear about people, their their faces change and their voices change. That happened, and at that point, the three of us looked at each other and went, "Okay, we need to uh, take a break from all this and go and discuss this somewhere else." It was it was it was crazy. Uh, that whole telepathy thing continued all day all night until we went to sleep and then we woke up and it was like it was shut off you guys had you guys yeah that and that is 5d okay once we ascend to the 5d we that's how we like there won't be like need for words there won't be need for physical communication that's right. why a lot of people believe we won't even exist anymore on the third dimensional plane our our physical 
appearance, our physical bodies are no longer needed. And we will be energy. It will be. So they, a lot of people believe. so they say, wow, this, this, dude, I've had it on the whole time since you, the, first of all, since the beginning of the show, but also yeah. the, the entire time you left, it's not moved at all. It's not, it's not lit up at all, except for who knows when I was 10 minutes away, but, uh, <laughs> look what time it is too, dude. We're getting close to two o'clock your time. The veil's thinning to 3 a.m. Yeah. yeah. It's no, it's, it's one, it's one here. Yeah. 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 It's crazy shit, man. Uh, yeah, I love telling that story. I love telling it to anybody that is remotely interested. And I, I, like I said, I still, to this day, I try to figure out what the fuck was going on. And I know there was a vortex portal, whatever you want to call it. It was there and it was in my bedroom, in my closet. It was a portal. Yeah. Yeah. Now that house, I would love to. In a heartbeat, I would go back to that house and knock on their door and just be like, have you noticed anything weird going on in this house? I have to know. You know where I wouldn't mind doing an investigation would be Old Main, Peoria High School. Sure. That would be a fun, you know how many kids apparently committed suicide there back in the day, like in Old Main, dude, fucking hanging themselves in the bathrooms and shit? Really? Not our our high school. Yeah. Oh, ours. The high school we went to. Really? Yes, Peoria High School, Old Main, the, th- the where I set the desk on fire. In oh, that oh, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> the Old Main, where the office was and all that, like you yeah. walk in and go up the big stairs and it was like yep. all that fucking ornate woodwork and shit. Yep, yep. That yep. was the original high school. When Peoria High School was built, that's all it was, was that one building. Yep, I do remember that. Yep. Yep, and I set my desk on fire in the basement in third hour math class. <laughs> I don't know why this kid ever made it, didn't make it through high school. I don't know. I mean, he was an exemplary, exemplary student. I mean, <laughs> well, I, I mean, at least when I put my mind to something, it gets done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, yeah you, no, I can't I, believe how quick, quick, quick those tests go up, actually. Like, it didn't take long at all. That fire was burning. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they weren't going to use the expensive wood on those shit desks, yeah. No. <laughs> no, but yeah, Peoria High School. There's a lot of there's a lot of how true. I know that I've stuff in Old Main. Like, I spent a lot more time in Old Main than most people did, though, because I was always sitting in the freaking goddamn principal's office, just chilling, like. Yeah all day dude like sometimes for weeks you know what i mean like uh, like our high school you got these people for people watching the show you guys got to realize that peoria high school the year we graduated there was 2200 graduating seniors there was there's a lot of fucking kids that went to that i went to school with kids through kindergarten through eighth grade that i still don't even know their name because there's so many kids at my at that oh, yeah. schools that we went to oh yeah i couldn't tell you couldn't. A, a quarter of their names no not at all <laughs> not at all 
I mean, you're talking a high school that's got a, that had a total a total student body of seventy one hundred students. Wow. Yeah, you know, I never I never realized it, but as I as I picture back, you know, because it was it was like it was a quarter, it was a square mile. Yeah. A half mile square is how big our campus was. Yeah. You have that main building. Uh, and I mean, I think I only had like Spanish and like one other class in that building. Old but, then, yeah. but then you walk out that building, there's a giant fucking food court outside. And then you walk to the science building. You walk to the history the building, history. whatever the hell it was. They're all different buildings and like a college campus. That's how I always describe it. It was like a fucking college campus. You walk yeah. from class to class, from building to building. And that was the yeah. coolest fucking shit ever when I came there. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Right, dude? And they yeah, had, they, they had cool. this, this fucking iron fence around the perimeter of the school, which was such a joke. <laughs> dude, the chain, the chain link out by the football, the, the baseball fields way in the back, dude, with the hole cut in it. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody just walked through that bit. Yeah, like remember, dude. Remember the fucking Jocker Stoners fight we had every year, dude. At the end of the year, I don't know. I don't know if I took part in it. I did. I did. I didn't actually attend the high school. Like I was there a lot, but yeah. I wasn't like I. My last grade attended was eighth, so or completed anyway was yeah. eighth. So, but I was yeah. there a lot, and I was there. Like for a couple of the fights, the, the 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 first year, the freshman year, that one was that one was insane. That one, uh, remember Compton, Brian Compton? Not really. Maybe if I saw no. him. Maybe if I saw him. Really cocky fucker. Always wore that blue hat and the fucking blue athletic shorts with the white beater shirt. Really cocky fucker. Thought he was God's gift to everybody. Like, wait, what's yeah. his first name? Brian. I believe it was Brian. No, I remember Bobby, whatever the fuck his name was, who would only fight when he was on coke. Yeah, what? no, no, no. Yeah, I, I remember that guy too. They have every year at the end of at the end of school a sanctioned fight that we had. I mean, like they would set up the vendor, the, the snow cone stands, and the, like they would sell concessions and shit. The, the high school would to make money for the booster club. <laughs> while the jocks and the stoners were all brawling in the back parking lot of the school like and teachers i mean people were watching teachers watching everybody and it was a sanctioned fight but that kept i mean you gotta think when with a student body that's that massive yeah a lot of tension a lot of different beliefs a lot of different cliques different i mean you had hardcore gangbangers right down to people like me that wore fishnet shirts and chains and makeup and mohawks <laughs> and fucking yep. You know what I mean? I don't care who you are. If I don't like you, I'm going to tell you I don't like you, or I'm. It's gonna. I'm not going to act like I do for damn sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh -huh. and like just the mass of people, but I don't. There was never really fights throughout the year. I don't remember fights popping off like at the football ball. games or whatever. There'd be a fight between high school kids, like yeah. rival school fights. But yeah. I don't really remember fights between our own student body at school. Yeah, and I, I'm, I have a strong belief that it's because we were a lot. We all wait till the fight at the end of the year, motherfucker. We were allowed to have that fight at the end of the year Her. and work out. Shit. 
You purge, know what I mean? Purge. Let us purge. Let us purge. But that that for our freshman year, dude, what would have been my freshman year? What when the date the year we met at, at that fight that last year, dude, it got way out of hand. And I remember watching one of the jocks walk walk away holding his back of his neck and he had a pencil. Someone stabbed him in the neck with a pencil. Fucking like shit got out of out of control, dude. And that was the last year they allowed it to happen. Like that was the last year it was sanctioned. <laughs> so I remember our sophomore year, we tried to have it and they stopped it. And then the next day it was scheduled to go down at Taco Bell, remember? Man. And then someone fucking, someone told, somehow it got out that it was going to be at Taco Bell. So when we all showed up, a horde of fucking stoners walking up to Taco Bell, mm-hmm. they're caught, there's like 27 cop cars all in the parking. Like they, every space in Taco Bell was a cop car, dude, waiting. Like, you guys are going to fight? You're going, nope, not happening, dude. That was the last oh, year I remember it happening. I'm going to get in trouble for fighting now and drugs? Fuck. <laughs> right <laughs> see see well, yeah see the difference you fucking little young fucks there used to be sanctioned fights when i was growing up you understand now if you call a, another kid a bad name then you get suspended right Fuck you can't even you. hit somebody with an emotion <laughs> you can't even hit somebody with an emotion let alone yeah. your fists yeah. like Dude, I, I, even in grade school, dude, I remember like in fourth and fifth grade, the neighborhood I grew up in, um, right off of, it was, I grew up right off of 53rd and Thunderbird, 53rd and Acoma, right next to Kachina Elementary School, dude, like a block away on St. Moritz. But to get to my elementary school, you had to walk through the Acoma Park. Well, that park was there, but there was a park down, down the street a little bit that was called country gables park down by maui Loa lane down there well that was farther away from the school so none of the janitors and none of the security guards and shit from the school because my even my elementary school had security like <laughs> it, it was uh, the neighborhoods we grew up in were not good neighborhoods at the time especially in phoenix yeah. that close to mexico that time the summer of violence was i mean mm-hmm. everything was bad back then dude. a lot worse than people don't realize a lot of people forgot how bad it the gangs and the shit was it wasn't just california and it wasn't just watts and compton it was it was nationwide there was a lot of shit going down a lot dude i remember the bloods and the crips having a fight one night in that park acoma park and us going to walk to school the next morning and it being roped off and cops and swat and them taking bodies out of the park and picking up guns and like cleaning the park where I grew up, you like walk away. Like we, that's the park we walked through every day to go to elementary school. And we had to walk around the whole park and go because the Bloods and the Crips had a fight the night and before. You know, like, that's why I was so scared to move to Phoenix in the first place because I knew the reputation for gangs. And I'm like, you know, I come from this, you know, vanilla ass suburban <laughs> fucking town, North Tonawanda. Right. With suburbia, yeah, and North Tonawanda back in the way back, way back, it was literally like the most racist town there was. Like they would be, they, they would be hanging pe- black people in their front yards, burning crosses. Like it was like <laughs> like Alabama racism in this town. Like it had it it you can look it up, and it had notoriety. <laughs> but uh, we had we had a gang here. We had a gang here. They were called Uno. Uno? Yeah. You know, like well, the like the, the fucking card game. 
<laughs> like the, like like the fucking card game. Yeah, that that was the little the little gang we had there, and I knew th- everybody knew they weren't shit. And yeah. then once I started finding out about Arizona, I'm like, holy fuck! I'm like, I'm going. There's gonna be real gangs there. Holy shit! Okay, I I can't wear the wrong colors. What are the wrong colors? What the fuck? What if I say the wrong fucking thing? <laughs> and <laughs> just I remember. So my brother has cerebral palsy for all viewers that don't know he's in yeah. a wheelchair you can't i love your talk. brother dude i always have hell yeah he, he can't walk he can't life. talk but he's in there he can laugh and he can respond that just went off um and so <laughs> my mother and father and this was not a race thing whatsoever but their their nickname for him was beaner and i remember going into uh what the hell is it albertson's yeah yeah we were in albertson's <laughs> and this kids was before self-checkout all right you actually had to wait in a line you didn't have a choice you had to wait in a line and go check your shit out which means you're around a whole lot of people and in in, in arizona i was gonna say mexico <laughs> I mean, there's there's so many Mexicans in Arizona, and I remember, and my dad with his loud ass voice, and even oh, that raspy, just quiet, deep. How you doing, Beaner? And I went, Jesus Christ! And he's like, What? I'm like, Dude, you can't say that here. He's like, What do you mean? Like, Dude, do you know what Beaner means? Like, what? I'm like, Oh my God! Just, just. Don't say it. We'll check out, and I'll tell you when we get in the car. I'm like, holy fuck. Hey, Ben Beckles. <laughs> hey, Ben Beckles. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, dude, how could you not know that? I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, we're going to get shot at a fucking Albertsons. <laughs> oh, yeah, you will, too, dude. And I'm like, you don't fuck with a finger. You get to the whole burrito. Hey, yo, bro, who the fuck you calling Beaner? <laughs> um, but, you know, that that was part of the reason why I went to Hot Topic and got rings that had spikes and fucking shit sticking out, you know, big skulls and skulls with spikes on them and shit on every fucking finger, had my chains down, had my Jinkos and shit, just at least so I could look as intimidating or at least as I don't want to fuck with that motherfucker because he's fucking crazy. Look, you know, <laughs> and then yeah. if I if I did happen to get into it, I had some fucking weapons here more than just a fist. Like, if you're going to come at me with some weapons, I got like 10 of them. All right. Eight of them right here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what right? I mean? Yeah, dude, I don't like. And growing up in Phoenix. Like, I, I was born and raised there. I never, I was aware of the dangers, I guess, of, of being that close to Mexico or the cartels or or the gangs that there were. But I never really gave a fuck about it, really. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like, if it's because I grew up there, I was, like, desocialized socialized to it or, or however desensitized to it. Yes. Or... But I mean, I remember seeing my first dead body, a headless dead body laying in the middle of the street when I was like 11 years old. It was, my parents had just got 
separated, dude. And we were driving home. We lived at, on a in a trailer park on 55th Avenue in Missouri, which is just south of Bethany Home, which is even closer to Mexico. And uh, we pulled around the corner. It was night, and we pulled it. It was me, my mom, and my brother. We drove around the took the left off of uh, 55th Avenue to go down Missouri. And a cop was on the side of the road, dude, and turned his spotlight on and lit up a dead body in the middle of the road with no head. So we didn't run it over. He was lighting it up so we could go around it. Like, it had just happened. Like, coroner hadn't even, nobody got there yet. Like, right. yeah. body still steaming kind of dead body, dude. And, like, when you grow up with that kind of shit, it's, it desensitizes you, I guess. Yeah, but, uh, sure. Well, and, uh, yeah, but like my brother and all his people is my brother was not a blood or a crip or a very hardcore gangbanger per se, but him and his friends were ended up being a very influential group of people in the neighborhood we grew up in, as you know, you know what I mean? Like you didn't fuck with my brother and his friends. You didn't, yeah. you didn't, yeah, and I hung out with all him and his friends. Like I, I, I it, by proxy because he's my brother. I was, I had an in, I guess. But sure, you know, dude, my brother. Well, let's his during a fight one time. Mikey Bernal was his name, and I don't give a fuck. You, sorry, Mikey, if you're mad at me for telling your name, but you know what? The shit was thirty years ago. Who gives a fuck? Statute of limitations says this is irrelevant. You know what I mean? But dude came up running his fucking mouth about fucking something, dude, into Acoma Park, which was our park, dude. That's fuck. Acoma Park was our park, dude. You, you know. Yeah. And fucking. He started running his mouth. So Mikey, dude, he, Mikey didn't, you didn't fuck with Mikey Bernal, dude. He, he just didn't. He was one of them. He was a little guy like my height, but he was stocky as shit. And he, he, you didn't fuck with him. He didn't care. He didn't, you run your mouth, you're getting it. He's going to shut it. And this kid was running his mouth, dude, and he was shutting it. And every, the way the name, my brother, they, they started Acoma Park Locos, APL, which is one of the largest gangs now in Arizona, or was last time I was there. Like the Bloods and the Crips ain't even really there no more. Like they ran them out. You got APL and you got SPP, you got Acoma uh, Park Locos, and you got some Park Puente, which is down by fucking um, South Mountain. You know what I mean? And, uh, but it all came about because Mikey was this dude was running his mouth and Mikey fucking knocked him out or knocked him in his jaw. Dude went down to the ground. Mikey started stomping his face. And every time he was stomping his face, he's like, we don't fuck around. This is Acoma Park, bitch. Acoma Park locals, motherfucker. Every time he was stomping his face. And that's where APL came from. That's how it started. That's where it all fucking began. dude. And because I ran with those people, I was, I had like, everybody just knew not to fuck with me like i had like unwritten protection you know what i mean because of who my older brother was and all that sure but and and it was it was i hung out with them though it wasn't just because he was my older brother i hung out they're the ones that gave me the the nickname og benny benny because if i was crazy enough to dress the way i dressed and be who i was and still hang out with one of the craziest meanest fucking groups of people in the city like i had to be an og so that's where that's why we that's where OG Benny Benny, that's my email address. That's where that all stems from. This is my childhood, dude. It's wow. stupid shit. I didn't it's an email I've had for 24 years. Like, I'm not getting rid of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's my, that's the first email I ever made. 
it was that or Snoop Benny Ben. Is that's what they called me? If, if it was the Stoners called me Snoop Benny Ben, and the fucking the gangbangers called me OG Benny Benny. I fit with both clips. Yeah. 